yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Even <laughs> goddamn Disney. I said I wasn't gonna do it, but the, the, I know. You I know to do our Disney show because you said you don't like Disney. I don't like you. Disney. <laughs> but they're about to get my six ninety nine. Right. Disney is like great until it isn't. That's really the best way I can put it. Like they I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like, you know, think of it this way. Like, the original Lion King, amazing. The original Beauty and the Beast, amazing. And yet, they know how amazing it is, hence why they keep remaking it, rather than giving us something new. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. See, it's like, yes, they'll reward us, but then they'll make us regret it. (laughs) But, I'm an avid fan of Dumbo, though, and I'm not ashamed. You know, you, you know what's funny about this? Prince actually uh, predicted all this would happen. Hey everyone, you're listening for Frodo Podcast. I'm your host, Chantel. Joining me is my brother, Christian, and our friend and colleague, Jay. How are you? How are you? Good. How about yourself? You know, tired, fat. <laughs> I well, I do relate to that. Um, <laughs> no, you do. Yeah, I've uh, I've been watching The Leftovers. Oh God, it's addictive. I I I really like it. Except I will say I don't like many of the characters, but that doesn't. That Sounds doesn't. like Left Behind. Have you seen that? It is not. <laughs> it is. It's like a good version of that, and it doesn't even really focus on the rapture itself. All the characters in that were really annoying. I think the rapture is the most interesting part. What are you talking about? It's it's difficult to explain. It's more of a character thing. Okay, Jay, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, sorry. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, first of all, uh, thanks for having me on. I think this is the first uh, official Frodo podcast that I'm actually a part of. Really? I believe. I think so. I'm glad you're here. You are the horror guy, and that's why we needed you here. That is true, yeah. Know anybody appreciates horror as much as you do. You're the uh, only person I know who's seen Sleepaway Camp 2. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'll talk about that one later. Well, unfortunately, I saw 2, 3, and 4. So. I have seen 3. 3, <laughs> just like, I ah, will get to that later. Um, yeah. Yeah, not not good. Um, but 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 before we continue on, uh, Christian, I did want to just uh, say it's cool to hear that you're watching the leftovers. So. Yes, yeah, I figured you would like that news. I uh, started watching it October fourteenth. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I I've been staying at my parents' house the last well, actually, this is the first time since Friday, and all I wanted to do was watch it, and. I couldn't log into fucking HBO for some reason. And I was I was getting really pissed. And Trevor changed the password now, so I've been watching it all day pretty much. But yeah, it's it's a good it's a good show. Chantel, really, please I, review Welcome to Marwin. Oh gosh. It's I, practically a horror movie. <laughs> I'm not Jay have, seen, Jay, have you seen Welcome to Marwin? Uh no, I just seen you know, the stuff on the trailer. And that it was enough is, for me. It is so horrible. Like, I can't even... Oh, God. 
like, uh, we did a show on that, didn't we? You and me? I've never seen I know, but no, we did a show on Robert Zemeckis. Oh, I didn't realize he directed that. Really? Yes, yes. Unfortunately, he did. It is the worst movie he's ever done. And I like most of them. I even like the bad ones. But that movie is really, really bad. I almost want you to see it. No, actually, I do want you to see it. I Uh, saw it on, like, popcorn time app, but usually I just roll my eyes and move on, because... No, this is the time. You've got to see this thing. Like, ugh, God, it's Is it long? Because if it's long, that's probably not going to happen. It's two hours. Long, stupid, boring, idiot movies, and I just... It is not boring. However, it's just so wrong. Like, it's something was lost in translation here because his character is creepy as fuck and it's just so bad <laughs> God. i'll do it for you but you you do it for the sake of the burn book 33 you will have a field day jay did you catch my recent review of scary stories uh so yeah posted i didn't read it yet but i did definitely will movie? No. It's okay. But, I mean, I guess... Is it scary? Uh, I would say it's more creepy. I would it is surprised. some really memorably creepy imagery, but <laughs> some of it is bad. <laughs> I didn't like the actors, the acting, the kids in there are just really, you know, stupid. The, just, they are. They do nothing for it. And the only familiar faces you see there are hardly in it like maybe one or two scenes there's only two people that i recognize in the whole fucking movie i recognized a guy from euphoria and that was it (laughs) i don't know who that is he was the one who with the scarecrow i was talking about the guy from ally mcbeal and then the the old bald guy i don't know just fucking forget it okay Uh, yeah we're getting off to well that is a scary movie so, and so is welcome to Marwin. So. Well, that's what we're doing. I haven't really said, but we are here to talk about a horror show since it's October, and that's what everybody in the world fucking does in October. So, we made our lists of best and worst horror movies. But to start off with, is there any? There's different genres, like subgenres of horror. I know that I'm more of a paranormal, monster flick, found footage kind of person, but I fucking hate what Jay likes the best, like slasher movies. I also don't like cannibal movies, and I don't like animal, uh, animal or insect horror. That's disgusting, and I don't like zombies either. So, what about you guys? What do you prefer? Oh, uh, uh, oh, you go first. Oh, um, well, I just say that I pretty much, outside of what they've done with the paranormal uh, genre in recent years, I kind of like a little bit of all the subgenres. It just it has to be good. It, it has to be something that that interests me for me to like it. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, in recent years, we, we've kind of somewhat got more. They're kind of slowly bringing back the the uh, thriller horror films. I mean, Get Out. I mean, of course, it's kind of like the one that kind of put everything back on the map to some degree, but. You slowly starting to get slashers and you know things like that, especially with uh, American Horror Story 1984 and everything. Yes. So me, I, I like kind of like a little bit of all of what makes the horror genre, except for the torture porn stuff. I've, I've never been like a huge fan of that, but but everything else, I kind of you know if it's if it's something that 
I can enjoy, I'll watch it in the horror genre. Are you personally into horror noir? Am I personally into horror noir? Yeah. What, the documentary? No, no, like, I guess, I guess black horror, is that what they call it? Is that why it's called horror noir? No, that's, that's a documentary. Is it about black people? Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually I did an episode about that on Movie Talk where um, I kind of reviewed uh, the horror noir documentary about the history of blacks in horror film, and it's a really good documentary. Um, so it's not a subgenre; it's just a documentary. No, no, it's a documentary. It's, it it's be currently a it's becoming like a big thing. No, no, because I mean. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you exactly would call it. I mean, honestly, you know, like us and uh, is the one that Jordan Peele did get out. Is that not? Does that not qualify as that? Well, no, because I mean, horror new war. When you think of new war, you think of, you know, like the old timey kind of thing of new war, you know, with the voiceovers and things of that nature. But yeah. I don't. I've never seen that. And I don't know what that is. But as far as, I mean, honestly, black exploitation more so is is like a conglomerate of everything just from a black perspective on yes. film. Like Blackula. Yes, Blackula is a perfect example. Which they talk about that in depth. Uh, but they do. They do a real good job of kind of going through the history of black people in horror film. Um, I Even though it's geared toward black people but i think that you guys would appreciate it from a documentary standpoint because it's very informative too mm -hmm. okay so. sounds good yeah. christian oh uh yes um so i'm with him i i just like whatever is good um but you know, like i was when i was thinking of my favorite horror movies i was a bit stumped because you know, people consider The Silence of the Lambs a horror movie. I don't. I don't really see it as a horror movie. <laughs> I think it's just more of a suspense thriller. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, is Black Swan a horror movie? Again, just I see it mostly as thrilling, but it has horror aspects to it. Um, that's, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not, yeah, I hate the torture porn shit. I, I can't, I don't like a, a horror movie that is gross to be gross, you know? Like, I really hated Brightburn. Like, that was just disgusting. I don't, I, I don't know who that is for. Um, sometimes, though, like, Sam Raimi's horror movies are over the top. They're gross, but it's kind of, like, funny. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of, like, I just mostly like what's good. And... Um, nothing really scares me in terms of movies. I just kind of, it, sometimes a film score will be so loud that I'll, that I'll jump, but I just think that's cheap, if you ask me. That's what, you know, I don't like that shit. That's why I don't watch a lot of heart. I don't like my heart when it hurts. So when you're watching a movie, especially in the theaters, and that shit gets so loud that, like, your chest feels like it's gonna explode... You know, it's cheap. It's it's relying on just a. It is cheap. Point. I it kind of makes me angry. It <laughs> um, does. It does exactly. Yeah, like damn it, they fucking got me. <laughs> like it happens quite a not quite a bit because like a lot of the times 
it's like, oh, you know, you can picture the moment right now. Somebody's like looking in a cabinet, you know, grabbing their medicine. They close the cabinet door and there's somebody right there. You know what it reminds you know, people... me of? What? It reminds me of being at work for 12 fucking hours, coming home at one o'clock in the morning, just want to sit down and have a drink maybe, and uh, walking through the front door and dad jumping out grabbing me and screaming as loud as you yes can. oh i hate that every time i come over here <laughs> i i shit you not i will look in the living room to see if he's there and if he isn't i walk very slowly <laughs> i do not like it he's been doing it for years i know but it, i swear to god if you do that shit to him one day he's gonna have a heart attack but he just thinks it's the funniest thing <laughs> oh he does oh I went to Aunt Charlene's, like, derby party a few months back, and I walk in the house, and Aunt Charlene wasn't even there at this point, but Brittany was like, come here, I gotta show you something. And I was like, what is it? And she opens the door, and Dad is just fucking jumps out as he does. It was a really good one, but it was not funny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So anyways, I don't really know where to go from here. Do you want to just, uh... Well, we're just mostly going to discuss the best and worst of scary movies. Uh, the the bad kind of outweighed the good, but there's still a lot of good out there. So, uh, um, I don't know. Do you, Who wants to start? I think it'd be faster if maybe we list off three at a time rather than yeah. one by one. Honestly, we'll we'll probably have stuff in common too. So, yeah, I imagine we will. Maybe not with Jay. At least I know I won't. But Jay, you can start off with your best. Oh. Okay, so we are doing three at a time, right? Please. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, the first three I have here is Candyman, the original Black Christmas, and the original Fog. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Black Christmas, I mentioned in one of our shows recently that that was Elvis's favorite movie. Yeah. It's really good then, I suppose, because I know that they're making another remake of it, but <sighs> then they had made a remake of it a few years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which I yeah. saw the I saw the first remake in the movie theater too, which I'll never forget that experience. Um it it was at City Place and it was like in the smallest freaking theater. <laughs> that's there, which is theater number one. So if you ever if you ever go to, to City Place and you get a ticket, they say, "Oh, it's theater one." You know, you're gonna be in the smallest freaking. It's like a home theater almost. Theater one, okay. I yeah. will remember that. Yeah, yeah, everyone I've ever been in there is big. So. Yeah. So. Can I, I should... oh, oh. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was just gonna say I should have known something was up when it was like, "Yeah, it's theater one." I was like, "What the hell am I doing in theater one? I've never been in theater one. What is this?" And it was like seven rows. Like, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> yeah. that's where they put the trash heap. Is it no is good? It about, I assume. What is it about the original movie that needs two remakes? Why is it so good? I, look, I, I kind of have a like hate uh, relationship with the original remake. I refuse to see this new one that's coming out. Oh, uh, but the original, I think, what made it interesting is the fact that it was inspired by a true story and yeah and it it does have some very tense moments especially when uh the main girl um 
played by Olivia Halsey. She's the last one alive in the house dealing with this killer. And as he's like chasing her around the house, because you never actually see the person that that's the killer. You never see him. You just kind of okay. get like you get glimpses like, you know, there it is someone you just never see exactly who it is. Okay. And as she's being chased around the house and things like that. And, you know, it just, it just has like creepy moments, especially, I mean, it's 1974. So back then, you know, they were still trying to figure out certain things with the horror genre and because they were drawing from, you know, a real event that occurred on a college campus somewhere. I think that's what kind of added more to it because when you find out that, when when the cops, I mean, because John Saxton is in it. Anyone who knows who, who John Saxton, I mean, he's always playing a freaking cop. That, <laughs> I've only seen him in two movies, and one of them he played himself, and the other one he was a cop. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you look up a uh, movie cop in the dictionary, I'm pretty sure his face is right there. He looks like one. He does. And, uh, but he. It's a scene when they're trying to figure out exactly who's doing the calling. So, you know, they got the. This is back when you actually had to physically go into the, like, the, the room where all the telephone lines is and run back and forth and everything. And this poor, this poor guy that's, that's doing this, he's like sweating his ass off and everything, running back and forth, trying to patch the, into the house. And long story short, they find out that the calls is coming from the other line that's in the house. So, I mean, that has to be like one of the creepiest things ever is that the killer he's been in the house the whole time you know type of thing so it, it, it so from that standpoint like i say it, it is very good and even though a lot of people get killed in it but you don't really see it it's almost like left to the imagination a lot of it that sounds so. really cool actually it's on amazon prime yeah um i'll probably watch it soon it didn't didn't Bob Clark direct that? Yes, he did. That is so fucking <laughs> weird. Two <And> Christmas <laughs> movies that are insanely different. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, I mean, it might be my favorite Mar- Margaret Kidder uh, role that, she, that she's oh, okay. ever played. Because cool. she, she, I mean, you know, she's kind of best known for playing Lois Lane and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, and I mean, she was in the Amityville Horror, um, the original, mm-hmm. which I I kind of hated her character in that. But um, <laughs> but in in um Black Christmas, she's actually almost like the best character of the girls that's in the sorority. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's it's definitely worth a watch, and you can see where like other slashers kind of drew inspiration from this movie. Bob Clark, who'd have thunk it? That's really. Uh, wow yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll have to yeah i'll watch it maybe i'll watch it tomorrow night or something put the leftovers on hold <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah yeah chris i think you i think you would really enjoy it though okay i can watch it for you Chantel, and then warn you if there's anything really bad in it well Chris, i still think about candy man i haven't seen that in probably 25 years <laughs> I tried to avoid it because when we were in Chicago one time, my dad was like, oh, yeah, those are the buildings over there where they filmed Candyman. And then he started telling me, was it? Okay. I know my dad's a dick and everything, but was it's not true, right? <laughs> like, that's not a true story. Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> he told me it was, and it really frightened me for a long time. So I've tried to avoid watching it ever since. Well, 
it, it, well, I'll say this. Um, unlike uh, Black Christmas, Candyman is very violent. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of parts of that where you, where you see people getting literally ripped to pieces. Um, yeah, that... so imagine growing up with parents that will show their children this when they're five years old. <laughs> really strange. They they did do that, didn't they? Remember, yeah. just remember, I told Hans a story about how my mom was like, "Oh, come watch The Exorcist with us. It's a family movie." <laughs> yeah, they had no problem like scarring their children for life. It's very. We funny. were raised right. Were we? Were we? Well, Look at how we. Well, probably not. Well, I, I probably would do the same thing if I have kids. I'd probably be like, yeah, we're going to sit down. We're going to watch the John Carpenter's The Thing. We're gonna watch that. <laughs> so, yeah. I love The Thing. But, uh, but yeah, I watched Candyman for the first time in, like, I don't know how many years here. Um, I think, like, last week with my with my nephew. And he, he's actually, he's a, he's grown, actually. He's 25, so he's not a kid. Okay. Your nephew's um, 25? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm the, I'm the youngest. So. Oh, okay. I see. But um, but yeah, we watched it and everything because it's on Netflix right now. Um, I and, need to watch that too. And I mean, I, I wanted to watch it because of the fact that you know it was announced that Jordan Peele is going to be remaking it. And yeah, it is going to be interesting to see what he does with the story because even in the original, they even kind of go into like the whole like um thing about race and class and you know things of that nature and. What happened to Candyman is was a terrible thing. You know, he was killed because he was in love with a white woman back at a time where blacks and whites was not supposed to be getting along, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing that always bothered me about the movie is the fact that he terrorizes black people in the movie. <laughs> he terrorizes the projects, which is like, shouldn't you be going across the train tracks to terrorizing the people? You know that look like the people that killed you or whatnot. I'm, you know, that's, just, that's always kind of be my thought process. But, uh, but overall, I mean, it's the movie that put Tony Todd on the map, and he he just plays that character perfectly because he has that deep, gravelly voice and everything. And I mean, my favorite scene in that movie is when Virginia Madsen is walking in the parking garage and. It's the first time you actually see him because up until that point, you still don't really know if Candyman is even real. And when she's there, and then all of a sudden you see this tall six five dude in this trench coat uh, looking thing, and he does like this long walk, and you see him walk into frame, and you get to see like him is like really him. It's a it's an iconic shot for me. And like I say, overall the movie is really good um, and everything. I'm not too keen on the sequel so much but i thought the original is really good how many sequels were there uh two okay yeah i didn't see them but good i mean i'm sure with a director like jordan peele the remake could be pretty good i still won't watch it but i'm sure it's gonna be good for you yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm sure it'll be good it's gonna be interesting to see plus he i mean he has tony todd coming back too so that's that's even an added bonus um, and then, of course, my last one of my first three, The Fog, John Carpenter's The Fog. I mean, it's just a perfect ghost story. Um, and this is Carpenter in his, I want to say his peak era or whatnot. And he just, mm-hmm. he makes this ghost story that 
I think any other director probably wouldn't have done a good of a job with it, but Carpenter as, you know, as an innovator as he is, well, was at that time at least, um, he just takes this simple type of campfire ghost story and turns it into something even more and creepy and how these people of this town basically have to band together to fight off these uh, ghostly, um, you know, pirates and everything and survive. And I mean, you got Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins and Janet Lee and, and um, Adrian Barbode. I mean, they're all in it and everything. And it just, it just has a real creepy, you know, vibe to it. It's just a really good movie. And it's not as bloody as you would think it is. It's, it's more done with just kind of overall, it just scares, you know, thriller, you know, like when the ghosts show up is you see a lot of smoke and everything like that. And when they do kill someone, it's very quick and you don't really see it. So. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the remake. I've never even seen the original. Uh, the God, remake. was that a god the remake i remember i saw we we saw that when it came out and it was bad was that but tom wellington was that his name that a, yeah. nobody said that name in at least 10 years is nope. that right well, yeah. he, was, he was on a uh, season three of uh lucifer i don't i don't uh I, I don't watch that it's a good show i think you would like it i've not seen him on anything and well, i mean he, he's he was in that and he's gonna actually be back in the um on CW, a part of this whole Arrowverse thing that they got going on. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not particularly a fan because he's never done anything I've really watched. But uh, good for him. At least yeah. he's. Uh, you don't like cheaper by the dozen. I do not. I I fear that like the ones that I've chosen are like cliche. Um, no, I feel the same way. I'm just looking at it right now. I'm like, gosh. Yeah, are- Jay's list is gonna be pretty creative. <laughs> yeah. I had a feel like I mean, I got. Well, let's see. Um, I have a Nightmare on Elm Street on here. It's a movie I've been watching since I was like eight. Um, <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I watch it all. I I actually got drunk and watched it twice this month. I just didn't. I didn't care. I've seen it so many times, and it just doesn't get old for me. I don't. It. It's just. It's good. I've the never- sequels. Wait, what? You said you didn't like it? I've never seen it. Yes, you have. I've never seen it. What are you talking about? We watched it, and then you tried posting a debate about it, which you lost. Yes. That never happened. It did. (laughs) Clearly, you're mistaken. What kind of debate would I have? On what You claim that Friday the 13th was better. Which is insane because it isn't. And I did this on on which social media? On it was on Instagram. I uh, no because if I look at my um maybe know, I did it on mine because you told me to. Okay, because that's certainly not on my Instagram. But we all know the real answer. I don't right. know, Jay. Which one do you prefer? Oh, are we just talking between Friday the Thirteenth and the Nightmare on Elm Street? Are we talking the series or just nineteen eighty four? The first movie, so Nightmare on Elm Street from nineteen eighty four and Friday Thirteenth from nineteen eighty. Yes. Uh, from a movie standpoint, I would have to go with a Nightmare on Elm Street. Damn it, Jay! Some loyalty. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, look, it's, it's a good okay. movie. It's a good concept. It it just it works. It's good. 
No. And that was before, and I love, I love Freddy Krueger, but it was before he got, like, really talkative. Well, if I watched that with you, I must have been on a lot of drugs or alcohol, because I, I believe literally it. no recollection of anything. Because any. only somebody on a lot of drugs would say that Friday the 13th is better. Um, but... Oh, oh, Jason's sexy. Jason is sexy. Have you seen him with the mask off? Yeah, but with the mask <laughs> on, it's kind of sexy. What? <laughs> well, yeah, there's the Night King. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that guy, right? He's got that whole quiet, serious are we talking? Face. Are we talking the mask, or are we talking the potato sack in part two? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this show does get weird. But go on, what's your second one? Um, The second one, I'll go with... Um, let's see here. I'm going to go with... Rosemary's Baby. Damn it. Uh, oh, there's the first one crossed off the list. I know. Well, I'll, I'll spare one that I know is on both of ours. It's my, it's my, probably my favorite, but I'll let you talk about it. But Rosemary's Baby is just, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a masterpiece, honestly. Uh, Roman Polanski, yeah, it's not like a movie that is constantly scary, but the mystery surrounding it, the, like, the secondary characters are just like wonderfully weird, especially the one played by Ruth Gordon, aka Maud. Um, but you know, like Harold and Maud. Um, but oh. it's just a, it's a, it's a great movie. It's just Roman Polanski has this gift of developing suspense, and it, it's just perfectly done, honestly. Um, and then third, I will go with the original Carrie. I actually don't even mind the remake of Carrie, even though it's almost the exact same thing. But the original Carrie, it's it's hard to beat Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie. I mean, Piper Laurie is that that performance is amazing, honest to God, and she's utterly horrifying. <laughs> like I don't. It's and of course, it's not Brian De Palma's best work, um, but it's one of them. Yeah, no, it, it's good. It's also one of that one of the rare Stephen King adaptations that doesn't suck. So that's always high praise. Which one did you say was the last one? Carrie. Carrie, right? Yeah, I didn't dislike the remake either. I think it's good. I like the fact that she spares the gym teacher. <laughs> Yeah, the only one that was nice to her. Yeah, exactly. Because in the original, you know, the gym teacher like stood up for her, but at the same time, she did laugh. She did mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah, That's but why she did she spare what's his face, uh, Ant's Liger? Because you know he didn't, he wasn't mean to her, and didn't the guy die in the end though? The first one. No, in in the remake, Ansel Elgort dies from getting a bucket dropped on his head alright and then then that's when she starts losing her fucking mind but yeah okay alright well those are good um I had Rosemary's list it'd be on my list so I'm going to scratch it off and move on with for the others um I like witchy movies so I put a few on here which I will name off now witchy woman no <laughs> uh but you know the witch was Oh, my favorite. Who just said that? Jay was in here? 
<laughs> yes, I see. Did you just do that? That yes. movie is good. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. my god. You are a snob <laughs> and a half. That movie is excellent. And I can't <laughs> wait for The Lighthouse. I'm seeing that this weekend, hopefully. Oh, man. It, look, I want to see The Lighthouse just because of the freaking accents that we get But that's what I admire so much about The Witch is the way that they all. Well, you know what? This is Chantel as the floor. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's no, okay. Um. Yeah, Jay, I don't get your taste, man. He didn't like Hereditary either whenever we went no, to see it. No, no, it's a comedy. I told you that. It's it is comedy. not. That's the most serious movie of the year. Look, The Witch and Hereditary, and I think Midsummer might fall into this now. That's a trilogy right there. Midsummer. <laughs> Midsummer is actually funny. Like, I, I did laugh because it's so batshit crazy. <laughs> like, there's oh, your trilogy right there. I, I found myself laughing at certain parts of the witch too, especially when Blackfield, you know, he decides to basically go to dad. But that is like, what the hell? But the movie is, and then the twins—they—it's just ridiculous. Uh, it's a—it's a ridiculous movie. You saw Midsummer? No, I haven't seen Midsummer yet, but I've heard a lot about it. I probably will watch it at some point. Okay, well, I'm afraid to. Christian, you're going to have to go over the incidents with me again before I put it on. Cause... I I want to buy it on Blu-ray, because that's the way it should be seen, honestly. It's gorgeous. Um, but I'll do that sometime soon. Well, The Witch, I don't know, when I watched it, I felt almost like it was made for me, because you know me, and you know the shit I like. And the thing, I've always grown up kind of liking stories about witches, so when I saw it, I was like, God, oh, this is exactly what I've always wanted to see like nothing ridiculous or you know stupid like so many of the horror movies out there these days that are i don't know it was just it was very realistic and it was crazy. it is it's very authentic and well made and i just i really like it I, I think that guy he he gets it like he's supposed to do a remake of nosferatu at some point yep. and I, he's I, also what oh sorry no, I'd, I'd love to see that as well. I know exactly. I I really like his style. Uh, um, so, yeah. so so did you think that um, Chantel? Did you think that uh, Black Philip was uh, was sexy too when he was when he was when he was uh, grinding up on um, <laughs> the girl? I wish that you guys would just see things from a different light. You, <laughs> make, you might understand if you opened up your small penis a little bit. Goodness. The Night King. Uh, Night right. King. Who else? Did you say somebody else? Oh, Jason. He's sexy. Now right. Black Phillip. Oh, yeah. You two can shut the hell up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Anyways. Okay, so the next one I have on this list has taken a lot of flack over the years, though. I don't understand it. So when it came out, it scared the ever-living shit out of me because I thought it was real. The Blair Witch Project. Oh. It, I mean, it pretty much invented found footage, which could be a good or bad thing, but I... I like found footage movies, and it was just really real. I've never seen actors improvise like that. It just, that's why it felt so authentic, I think. But, I mean, it scared the fuck out of me. I thought it was real. My mom wouldn't even let us have a copy of it in the house because she said it was evil. <laughs> so I guess, true. I, I guess you don't know the backstory behind um, or why it was so real. Uh, wait, which part? Because I know a lot about the trivia of it, but I don't know what you're referring to. No, I mean, the reason why it seemed so real with, with the actors and everything, why it seemed real. Oh, because the, uh, what, the director and stuff would 
set things up to scare them that they didn't know were going to be out there? Is that what you're yeah, doing? Well, that and too, he would piss them off in like a lot of times when they're arguing because they actually do get lost. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, a lot of that is actually real. Like, it's not really acting. It is actual, like, them, like, pissed off with each other and stuff like that. It's yeah. great. I, I like it a lot. Um, I've, I'm a big fan of that movie, too. I know yeah, we're alone. I've watched but... that shit for, like, 20 years. It took me a long time to get you to watch that. I don't know why you resisted so much. Why did you resist? I, I did. Yes, you did. You did not want to watch it for anything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I get like that sometimes. I, I don't like being told what to do. It's just... You're an idiot. Well, I'm the same way. I don't like being told what to do, either. Um, Let so, me... Did, did you did you watch the sequel? Book oh, of Shadows? actually, that makes my worst list. My <laughs> Same list. here. Same here. It's horrible. <laughs> so the funny. Book of Shadows. What is the goddamn Book of Shadows? There isn't one. I don't know. It, I, I didn't dislike the you know the latest one that they did though. You didn't like it. I don't think did you, Christian? Well, I didn't. Think nah, it. I wasn't big on the same fucking movie it's not as authentic as the original one it definitely doesn't have that real feel that the original one did but i still thought it was kind of creepy they get more into the backstory of the witch which i thought was good um but i was still gonna rock with the first one Mm -hmm. and then my last one while on the theme of witchcraft we will go with 1973's wicker man because i mean I the remake is a guilty pleasure. Not the face. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, that that original one. That's some. It's pretty out there, you know. It's like, a good movie. I need to rewatch that again. It is. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. But yeah, that's that's my three. Jay, have you seen the original one? It was a long time ago. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I barely, I, it's bad to say it, but I actually remember Nicolas Cage's Wicker Man a little bit better than the original. I do. I know, it's weird. It's so, yeah. But, but we, we, we're not going to talk about Nicolas Cage here. Um, we pretty- did that once. Yeah, Mandy, which was a good mm-hmm. movie. That's a good movie. Uh, so, well, okay, so I, um, Back to you. Yeah, all right. So back to me. Um, all right. So my next three here: um, the House on Haunted Hill, the remake, because I've actually never seen the original. Oh, I love that movie. I love Vincent Price, though. I mean, anything he does, even the shitty movies, I love. Yeah. Uh, so House of Wax. Yes. It's good. <laughs> you know, what? I even kind of like the Paris Hilton version. <sighs> Guilty pleasure. Yeah. You know. What? But you, you you know why uh, the Paris Hilton version of House of Wax did so good at the theater, right? No. Because people wanted to see her die. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. And we got it. We yeah. got our wish. Yeah. That movie, it's uh, directed by Jean Colette Sarah, and most of his movies, I think, are good. Like, he made Orphan. Uh, I like that movie. Nonstop. Uh, like, a lot of Liam Neeson movies. The Shallows. I think it's, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went with the House on Haunted Hill remake. Um, I think they did a good job of trying to re, you know, recreate some of that old school horror. Um, I think they did a, I felt like they did a service to 
the original to some degree. It just made it updated for a, you know, current generation at that time when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jeffrey Rush is like the well, him and I can't believe I'm about to say this person, but Chris Kattan is like the only thing of him <laughs> that I actually like. <laughs> it's the only movie of his that I actually like. I feel like he does a good job as Pritchard as the guy who just wants to get the hell out of there because he know what the house really is and nobody else mm-hmm. believes him <laughs> until it's too late. Um, but Stephen uh, Stephen Price is who um, Jeffrey Rush plays, uh, which was a nice homage to Vincent Price. Yes. And him and uh, Famika Jensen, I thought their chemistry was great, especially with the fact that they're, even though they're married, but they hate each other. And it seems like they're just trying to one-up each other. And she's literally trying to kill him for most of the movie. Yeah. But he, he knows she's trying to kill him. So he he's actually like two steps ahead of her, even though she thinks she's getting the best of him. And then, of course, when all hell breaks loose with this evil entity that comes, you know, basically killing off everybody and everything. It, it's a very creepy movie or whatnot. And unfortunately, it got a straight-to-DVD uh, sequel that just ruins pretty much everything but yes it does i like that movie too i think it's a rare remake that works i it's i mean sometimes they they get it and sometimes they really don't but i think that one's good and i think i've seen the vincent price version too but i'm not sure but yeah, yeah. No. um next up is actually it's both really it's um, the original and the remake. Um, I'm talking about The Last House on the Left. Um, mm. I mean, you talk about a a real original type of concept. I mean, you have these, you know, nasty people or whatnot, these lunatics and everything. They basically, well, they don't basically they do. They rape this girl and everything. They rape her and try to kill her. And some way, somehow, she survives, gets back to her family, and when they end up at the house, you think, okay, these people, they got to fight for their life. They're, you know, and everything. These people, they're going to kill them. And then the fam, the, the mom and dad actually turn the tables on the attackers and the attackers become the victims. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you never really saw that in any type of movie, especially something like this, you, where you know these like people, because they make the villains out to be these really, you know, swarmy ass people or whatnot. And then when the tables get turned on them, it's like, oh, snap. Parents might be a little bit more crazier than, than the, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, they the do some them. sick shit. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I like both versions. Even though the original is more, it has more like a psychedelic type of feel to it at certain points. Um, but both are really good. And like I say, yeah, it's just it was just an original concept of how it like flips everything on its head, especially when they get to the house and you know the homeowners become, you know, the aggressors in a way. Yeah, I like both of those movies, too. Um, They're really fucked up. And, uh, like, it's weird that, like, that's how Wes Craven started his career, right? Yeah, well, uh, I think Sean Cunningham was involved with that, too. Okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, that... That movie is ballsy for its time. It's 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 good though. I I like a lot of his movies, though there are some that we probably just shouldn't speak of, such as <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn. But hey, wait, 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 wait. Look, it, Vampire in <laughs> Brooklyn is 
is it, it has its place. I won't say where it should be, but <laughs> it has its place. Right. I can't wait for Eddie Murphy's comeback, though. Right? Well, I mean, well, he he made his comeback. Uh, supposedly, um, I haven't watched it yet. No, but... I know it's uh, next week. It comes out on Netflix. Next week, I thought it was already out. No, it's next week. Oh, it's okay. So Netflix, if they um want a movie to contend for an Oscar. They will release it in theaters for two weeks, Uh, and then it will come out at the end of the month. So Dolomite is out already, but it will be on Netflix next this this Friday, actually. Okay, Okay. yeah, because I mean I've heard that he's really good in it. I know. I'm excited. I I love him, and I for I forgive him for any bad movie. Like it's just it, it, even though there's quite a few, but this will be good. Before, and before I do my last one, you know, there's actually a tie-in of Dolomite to Rosemary's Baby. Really? The actor Dorville Martin that was in uh, Dolomite that Wesley uh-huh. Snipes plays in in mm-hmm. My Name Is Dolomite. He was in Rosemary's Baby. Really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that because uh, yeah. I watched Dolomite the yeah. other day. And I was like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I was like, who? This is really <sighs> weird. Like, there's just there are like ten minute stretches of him just rhyming, and I was like, what the <laughs> hell is this, and why? No, but, but you you gotta watch uh, Mad TV because they did it perfectly when they would do the spoof skits of Dolomite because it was exactly how the movie is. Yeah, okay, I'll look that up now that I'm in on the joke. <laughs> but I mean, you see the boom mic all in the shot. And, yes. And, I mean, he's doing these karate kicks and he's like five feet away from the person. Like, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, But it has its place in, in, in cinema. So. That it does. Uh, but, yeah, but the only way that Dorville Martin would do Dolomite is because uh, Rudy Ray Moore said that you can direct it <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah, okay but uh yeah we can do dolomite another time um but my my last of this three is john carpenter's halloween damn you you know <laughs> 1978 i mean it's the is it, I, I don't know what i can say about the movie that probably hasn't been said um, I actually did a fan commentary track of um, of Halloween, cool. and it's it's just he he took three hundred thousand dollars, and I mean he makes this horror classic masterpiece in my opinion. And I mean you got Donald Pleasance as Doctor Loomis, who he I don't think anybody else could have played that part, even though we get. Malcolm McDowell and Rob Zombie Hale um, Halloween. Um, he does it, but I don't think anybody else could have played it as good as Donald Pleasant, even though he wanted Peter Cushions to do it, but um, I think Peter Cushions was doing a little movie called Star Wars, I believe. I don't know whatever happened to that movie. But, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Hack work. I, yeah, but, but he... Carpenter, you know, he does this movie and another movie that has little to no blood and gore, but it's just the fact that Michael Myers is supposed to be the epitome of pure evil and he decides to 
you know, kill on Halloween night and these poor innocent people are just in his way. And it's just it's just a, I would say it's a perfect horror film, in my opinion. I agree. It's uh it's one of my favorites as well. Um it's another movie that I just don't get tired of and I it's it's difficult choosing a best John Carpenter movie. I mean, it's either that one or the thing, I'd say. But I all I, Halloween really is just I don't it's so simple and it's simple in the ways that it's creepy, but I think that's the genius of it. I don't it's 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 great. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look at what he did with it. I mean, like I say, a three hundred thousand dollar budget. Yeah, twenty five thousand of it goes to pay um, Donald Pleasance, and then the rest of it is on the screen. And the score, yeah. I mean, that he is, is. He, his own music is amazing. Which is like, is one of the most sampled, uh, you know scores out there um mm-hmm. it's, it's been in plenty of songs mostly which ironically has been sampled by a lot of rappers over the years which is kind of weird but that is weird yeah but but i mean it's i mean that beat i guess is is kind of perfect i guess so they could just you know kind of play with it you know, do, 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 yeah. yeah it is it, it never gets i mean even though i mean in part two you get the simps and everything get it but the original i don't think you can top that really Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's the movie that put Jamie Lee Curtis on the map, and she became a scream queen from it. So. Yeah, you know, I will say, well, uh, I really do. You like the movie Prom Night <laughs> with her? Uh, yeah. I don't like. I don't like either version of Prom Night. Actually, okay, good. Yeah, no, I think they're both terrible. Um, but just curious because we're on the topic. Yeah. No, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if anything, I, I think I like. Um, Terra train a little bit more. Even I, I don't seen that. Yeah, it, it, I mean, the movie takes place on a freaking train, and you got this dude in this, um, this mask that's killing people on the train and whatnot. But it's it's not great, but I like it just a little bit more than Prom Night. Mm-hmm. If if you I, okay, I recommend a movie of hers that a lot of people don't really know because it's not an American movie, even though. It stars two Americans, and I'm talking about Road Games with her and Stacy Keach that takes place in um, Australia. Um, okay. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a horror film because it's the two. She's a hitchhiker, he's a truck driver, and they get caught up with this guy that's like killing people um, and everything. But it, it's, it's a really good one. Okay. And I say it, it kind of gets swept on the rug because it's not an American film. So. Um. So my next three. Um... I'm going to go with, now, I remember earlier I mentioned that something, like, classifying horror is difficult, like, you got Silence of the Lambs considered a horror. I'm kind of that way on this one, but this one is mostly regarded as a horror movie, so I just went with it anyways. I'm going with Psycho. Um, Aw, damn you. I'm sorry. (laughs) There is one I'm trying to, like, like, there's multiple I'm trying to avoid here. But it's you knew again, that was one of my favorites. How dare you? It it. I mean, we knew this was gonna happen. We're gonna you cancel each other them. out. Well, it's funny because I think that the remake made my worst list. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. Uh, more on that later. 
Um, but yeah, I said in my last round, you know, Roman Polanski is a master of suspense, but Alfred Hitchcock is the master of suspense. And he did so many, like the fact that they kill off the hero of the movie halfway through it, like you never, like you don't see that shit very often and of course the first time you see it you're pretty much thrown off because you're like well what the hell is the rest of the movie gonna be (laughs) (laughs) it goes in really interesting directions i i'll admit it i even like the second and the third one the third one gets a little a little much but i think the second one is pretty interesting um now just norman bates is interesting in general um but yeah, no, that's a that's a great movie. Um, I'm also gonna go, and it's again, it's not a horror movie, but it is, but it isn't, but it is, and I'm going with uh, Werner Herzog's Nosferatu the Vampire. <laughs> uh, not even not even the original Nosferatu. I'm going with this one, and I think this movie is a work of art. Um, and it's not even like particularly scary, but that's what's that's what I think is interesting about it. It's like it's staged and it looks like a horror movie, but it doesn't really feel like one. But there's just something about what Werner Herzog does with it. You know, you've seen this tale done multiple times, and yet he still manages to do something completely new and fresh with it. I thought it was beautiful, but it was it felt long anyways. It- paces really slowly yes he he is an interesting like if you there's one it's another great movie but it's it does feel really long called fitz Corraldo. Uh, it's basically the movie where he literally had a steamboat pulled up a mountain like rather than use you know, visual effects. He had them pull this fucking boat. I've heard about that. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Actually, it's in the book. I have a thousand movies to watch before you die. The issue. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great one. Um, and then the last, uh, since Jay took Halloween, I'm gonna do the thing, the John Carpenter thing. Ah, you <laughs> took it. Uh, that was on my Sorry. list. Sorry. Ah, eye for an eye. You know, like I. I like a lot of John Carpenter's movies, um, though, of course, there's some duds, uh, mostly looking at Ghosts from Mars. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, I, memoirs of an Invisible Man? Oh, yeah, that one's not the best either. <laughs> I mean, do you, oh, before I dive into the thing, do you like In the Mouth of Madness? I've only seen it once. I really like that movie, but I can see why somebody wouldn't. Um, but yeah, uh, the thing is just, it's like an intriguing whodunit. It's disgusting, and yet it's really gripping. And it has one of my, I love Kurt Russell's last line. <laughs> yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> I say that all the time. No. Yeah, fuck uh, you too. I, I think my favorite. I think my favorite is after the blood test scene. You know, after everything that went to hell, and mm-hmm. 
and uh, the guy uh, Donald Moffat, who plays Gary, is sitting there on the couch. He's like, you know, you know, you gentlemen been through a lot this winter, but I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking couch. <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just looks so pitiful sitting there on this couch. <laughs> Didn't Ennio Morricone get a Razzie nomination for that? He did. Fuck he, he, them. And that, yeah, it's crazy. They also nominated. Well, I. I will save that point for... I'm assuming Chantel is going to say one of these. So, a certain Stanley Kubrick movie was nominated for a Razzie as well. Actually, um, I opted not to put any Stephen King movies on here, actually. Really? I did, because... Even the bad ones? Yeah, there's just so many. Well, one of his bad ones makes my worst list. Oh yeah, there is one I cannot wait to talk about. Ooh, I'm getting, I am fucking ready. But I think, I mean, we had a Stephen King show. People know we love Stephen King, so I, I mean, I just chose not to. I even put down Pet Cemetery, but then later on crossed it off. Well, that is very disappointing. Because <laughs> you were gonna I, say, it's uh, even. I'll obviously. use it in the next round. I guess. The Shining well, is even one of my favorite horror movies. It's really not. Oh. Oh. I prefer the book. Um, Probably. He does too. It's a good movie, but it's uh, not one of my favorites. It doesn't have the themes that I require to be a favorite. Do you like Misery? No. not especially. What? I, it's not that I don't like it. It's just not one of my favorites. It's far from one of my favorites. That movie is amazing. <laughs> I mean, Kathy Bates, I mean, is perfect. And that James Caan is... is just... No, like, <laughs> they both... The, whenever he makes her eat the book, that is the most satisfying thing to me. I just, I love that movie. It get, it makes me so angry every time I see it, but it's such a thrill ride. They're overrated, I think. That one, The Shining, they're over... I like Rose Red. That's my answer to that. What? What? I like Rose Red. It's an underrated movie, and it's got a really creepy story and vibe to it. It's really creepy. I, that movie did creep me out when I was younger. But Jay, That's I must crazy. also remind you, this is somebody who said toward the start of this show, <laughs> I must have been on a lot of drugs. Oh no, it's also somebody who thought that horror noir was an, a fucking uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't know. I. I don't know where I got that from. I so you're that. so you're disqualified from me. <laughs> yeah, you should probably edit that whole segment out because I sound like a no. racist idiot. No, 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 no. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. I didn't know what you were talking about. I just assumed it, it was right. Try not to say the most obvious ones because I thought that you could say them, and then instead of me having a long list, I could just get away with having ten. No, bitch, just do it. Um, I did have a long list, though, actually, because I said that I had 12 down, but then as I was looking at it, I saw that there was a lot of hyphens. Like, I have Insidious slash The Conjuring, because, I mean, it's two, but I'm trying to get away with it being one, because they're both James Wan movies, which is, like, cheating, but... Um, I don't think that's cheating. It's kind of... They're I mean, the movies, I mean... Yeah, but I also have The Host slash Cloverfield, because they're both monster movies, but they're not, like, they're completely different movies. We'll just choose three, because I have I have five left. Written. Well, I've already said four, so just deal with it. Insidious, The Conjuring, The Host, and Cloverfield. Jay, have you seen The Host? It's actually a pretty good Korean movie. 
I think it's still on. I think it's still on Netflix, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's good. It's uh, it's almost like for me, it's like Cloverfield good. Christian, what you what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say, what do you like about them? Oh gosh, I forgot that we were doing that. Yes, we're doing that. What? What? I mean, we'd have a five-minute show. If we <laughs> yeah, we just round off our list and say, "All right, good night." I don't know. I I would be watching The Leftovers right now. We... I guess. Well, I believe that monsters are out there, so that's why I like monster movies, like The Host and Cloverfield. Um, it's, I mean, it's pretty terrifying thinking something like that could just come out of the ocean one day and start like terrorizing a city. But the host is also kind of like low key funny. As is Cloverfield, like, with uh, T.J. Miller's character. Because um, the rest of the characters are kind of eh for me, but he kind of saves the movie as far as acting goes. And uh, is that what I'm supposed to say? Yeah, pretty much. The great uh... And then Insidious and The Conjuring. Insidious, that red-faced demon scared, like, the shit out of me. I couldn't oh, sleep I thinking know. about it. Do you remember I used to talk to you with it? Like, it I just, remember... The first time we saw that, after he popped up, I, like, got up because I had to go to the bathroom, but I actually just needed to catch my breath. (laughs) The music surrounding it, too, it really got me. I was like, yeah, I gotta go. I prefer Uh, to The Conjuring, but I think that's because I've looked a lot into the actual story of The Conjuring, and, like, it's a lot different. But it's still a scary story. It kind of defeat, yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, the guy who made the host is the same guy who made Parasite. I oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a good movie. I made you watch it. What'd you think of it? I was like half asleep. So. Oh, you son of a bitch! It was one so of those. But I, it's very good. So I'll, maybe I'll give it another go someday. It's fun. And I like his movie Snowpiercer. It's good. Oh, Very I remember you trying to sell that to me. It's a really good movie. I don't know. And Okja. So really... Okja's really weird. What? Okja. Oh, you're right. You're right. Jake Gyllenhaal's that. performance in that movie is totally nuts. I don't <laughs> but, yeah. So, okay, so none of those were on your list, really? I just, because you kept stealing mine, but I haven't taken any of yours now. You didn't have The Witch or The Blair Witch or anything. Like, none of those, really? No, I didn't, um, but I... I... Alright, well, you better have some pretty good shit lined up. But go on, you guys, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, I have to say about that. So I guess it's back to me. Um, Well, let's see, Christian already took the thing, um, and then kind of sort of took the Shining. Uh, You can take the Shining if you'd like. I think we can all agree it's good and uh, it belongs on somebody's list. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know how you feel about it. Okay, Stephen King. Um, but um, I mean that movie. You you really only have three central characters. I don't. I really don't count Scatman Carruthers. Um, no, Halloran. He's in the book a lot more than he is in the movie. Yeah, and he doesn't die in the book. Henceforth, why his character is still alive in Doctor Sleep, which comes out uh, November eighth. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, I am too. And I still I have I this like the movie as much because it goes rogue in the end. It doesn't even well, follow. I mean, like... it's, Stan- it's Stanley Kubrick. 
Cool. He does whatever he wants. Uh, he, yeah, but I mean, I can see why Stephen King would be irritated. Like, you completely changed the movie. He yeah. basically he ruined Shelley Duvall. He turned her into a basket case because he and tortured she, her on that. She. <laughs> oh yeah, she 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 became a complete lunatic. And the I kid saw that plays. Doctor Phil was scary. Oh yeah. God. damn it. Ugh. Well, Shelley, how do you feel about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That was on, Christian, whenever you took me to that chicken place. Remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, That was on TV then. Yeah. I, I remember, yeah. <laughs> well, Shelly, how did he make you think? <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, I like DP. Say what you want. Uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, but no, I mean, you have three central characters or whatnot. And just the fact that they're trapped in this, you know, hotel. It, I mean, you should have known something wasn't right when... The way Jack Nicholson, well, Jack Torrance, um, gets offered to, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, you go up there, yeah, you can, you can, you can find time, you write your book, and blah, 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 you can take the job, and you should have known something wasn't right. You know, that opening score alone would tell you that problems are coming. It's yeah, so pretty creepy. much. And, oh, that score is amazing. And I, I think the problem, too, with The Shining, even though I love it, but I think the problem, too, is that it's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that's in it because you know he's a lunatic already from the beginning you kind of get a vibe that he's not a hundred percent you know sane so going in there and whatnot it was easy for him to be taken over oh yeah, and there's a few like creepy scenes in this movie that kind of sticks with me but not the obvious ones you know you know the twins you know in the hallway come play with us you know that whole thing but one that always sticks with me is you know, after the ghosts have shown up, you know, when he goes in and he basically sells his soul to Lloyd and everything, and, you know, the party's going on, and he runs into the guy who was the the caretaker before him as the waiter, and that whole scene in the bathroom, he was like, you know, you were the caretaker here, and he gives him this, like, sinister look, and he says, no, Mr. Torrance, you have always been the caretaker here. And it's like they have this like a good ten <clears throat> second stare off with each other, yeah. and it, I say it's just a it's just little things like that. And I mean Jack Nicholson, he's perfect in the in the role and and everything. And yeah, it deviates. And I mean they do bring back Scatman Carruthers just to kill him off for no damn reason. But um, but yeah, I enjoy it for what it is. I know Stephen King doesn't like it, but I mean it's more revered than. The Steven Weber version, you know, whatnot. But, Which yeah. I like, Loki, but... Yeah. Um, and then, like I say, like I say, uh, the thing was already taken. So, the last one before, of course, we get to our number one, or our last ones, I should say. I'm going to go with The Exorcist. Um, Damn you! Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, okay, we all had that. Good, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know, I know I talked earlier about you know how Halloween you got Loomis as the ultimate good guy, Michael Myers is the epitome of evil. But this movie, you literally do have the ultimate of ultimate good guys and these two priests that have to go to battle with a demon or whatnot. Even though a lot of people, you know, they always want to say oh, it's the devil, but actually it's not the devil. It's actually a demon, you know, or whatnot. But it's still the ultimate good versus evil. And I would say what the last. 45, 40 minutes of that movie is probably the most gripping of the whole movie. Um, 
I mean, Jason Miller, he's perfect um, as Karis and freaking um, Father um, Father Maris. I mean, I, I, every time I see him, I don't know how old exactly he because he played an old guy in the movie, but he was in his forties. Yeah, some, I read that. <laughs> but some way somehow he's kind of aged into looking how his character looked in in the Exorcist now. So he's always been old in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it's just a perfect movie and then linda blair who even though she's this little girl but she's actually doing the physical you know stuff in that movie and it's really impressive yeah and i the ending to the movie when you know father maris he dies well yeah he dies or whatnot and and then uh Karis, he kind of have to you know come into me coming he does the ultimate sacrifice to save this little girl and and then, of course, the detective, he comes in looking dumpy, like, oh, what the hell happened here? You know, type of thing. But it's it's just a really good movie. And, I mean, there's nothing that you can't really say. It's one of the movies that shook up the world, really. People were passing mm-hmm. out and you know, they were completely terrified at the time when that movie came out. That's it. You know, it was based on a little boy. And apparently that, that guy's still alive, the one it was based on. Yeah, supposedly. I read the book in eight hours in the bathroom when I was fighting with my ex-boyfriend. And he was in the bathroom just... for eight hours? What? He was in the bathroom for eight hours? Yeah, well, yeah, we used to have these really ferocious fights, and I locked myself in the bathroom, and uh, the book was in there, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, uh, have have either of you seen uh, the sequels? Um, I've seen the second one, and I have the third one. No, you wait, I have, I have Exorcist beginning, but I refused to watch it because I heard it was disgusting. You should watch the third one. The third one is what part two should have been. If anything, watch it to see freaking Brad Dourif's performance. Oh, fuck. I bet that's good. <laughs> I haven't seen the sequels. I, I've i heard the second one is a disaster, which it is, is a shame because it it's directed by John Borman. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I haven't seen those, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> if if anything, watch the hell with the second one. Watch the. Oh, third. I'm gonna see that anyway. Watch the third. Like okay. I say, just, even though Brad Dourif he doesn't have a big part in it, but it's an important part. And George C. Scott he takes on the role as um Detective Kellerman, and because that character he comes back, he's the main character of the third movie. Okay. So, but like I say, Brad Dourif performance as the Gemini killer. Oh, God, yeah. I bet that's good. Yeah, He's he, fucking crazy as it is. So. I mean, he was in three movies that came out when the third one came out in 1990. He was in that, Child's Play 2, and The Graveyard Shift, which ironically is a Stephen King's short story. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? Um... Uh, is that see? So I only have three left, um, but I'm trying to think of some that are good. I'm sure you have to knock off two that are on my list at least. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm thinking of others. It's okay because I mean, the sooner you do it, the sooner we can move on to worst. Yeah. I only got one more for my best. Only got one. Okay. More. Well, yeah, because it should leave us with an odd number. Um, um, go on. Is whatever happened to Baby Jane a horror movie? <laughs> I is that on your list? It gets considered. Yeah, it gets considered, but I don't know if I would necessarily. I don't either. I just really love that movie, and I love talking about it. Um, But all right, so I'll just do um, 
Like, see, I don't really see Scream as a scary movie, but I love it, and I've seen it many times. Well, it's, it's, it's a meta horror. It's yeah, meta- it is. Yeah, it's jokey. Um, well, all right. Um, I, I have... Um, uh, it's one that Jay really likes, um, Hereditary. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Which I saw with Chantelle Hayne. That was my next one. <laughs> I love, I love that movie. I think it's a really interesting family tragedy wrapped in a horror movie. Or and apparently vice a comedy as well. Yeah. It is a comedy. It is not a comedy. <laughs> it is. I the think I can get through it. Her performance was the best of last year. Come on, you got to give her the acting at least. It's no, good. Tony Collette was no, she was really good. I felt like Gabriel Byrne. He he just realized what type of movie he was in, so he was just like, oh fuck it. <laughs> he was just yeah. He doesn't do a whole lot in that. And then um, he gets burned in the end. So yeah. Yes, he does. Um, I got Hereditary. Um, I watched it the other night. Did you notice that whenever the wolf guy cries? He goes like, wah. Like oh, my, it's bad. I, no, I notice that every time, and I'm like, why do you hate me? Oh. Wah. Yeah. yeah, like that. That, that. that is funny. I I can see. Yeah, I see. See the joke that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught that. Um, I'll also go with. Let me. Um. I've only seen it once, but it has so much disturbing imagery. It it really it's a movie that lingers with you long after you see it. Um, I'm gonna go with David Lynch's Eraserhead. <laughs> um, really, just ew. But also, there's something really intriguing about it. I don't get it. I don't know what it is. He does. And <laughs> that's all that matters sometimes. Isn't, I, that, isn't that David Lynch in, in general? Yeah. Wait, what? I've never seen it, only because you told me it was disturbing. And I don't like the word disturbing. If you link that to anything, it's never going to happen. I know. We, I, I know you. But it's it's a good one. It's definitely uh, just fucking out there. <laughs> um, and then... I'll also go with, um, uh, I'll go with The Omen. Okay. Well, how is that? Okay. All right. Yeah. That'll be, that, uh, that's the, I'm, I'm out, people. The, the, this I thought is we agreed you were going to put Jaws on there, because I put Jaws on I there. I was saving that. For- <laughs> well, The Omen was my favorite horror movie, which you've stolen from me. Just well, would you like me to else? do Jaws? I knew we both had those, and we put them <laughs> off to the very fucking end. I, I can't win. It's but- fine. Yes, I did invent you, so. I do Damien. it all for you, Damien. It's all for you! No, it's it's the, it's one of the creepiest movies ever, and it's really, be, like, honest to God, it's Jerry Goldsmith's score. Like, when I end up in hell someday, that is what is going to be playing as I'm falling there. Like... Oh, it's just like pure fucking evil. I don't even like there. It is no wonder that that movie had so much like 
production hell. Have you ever read into that? It's yeah, crazy. I have read it's insane. Is, is, is it is it worse than Poltergeist? Um, well, there's a lot more. No, there's not as much death involved, but <laughs> yes, yeah, like... I've heard that about. I've heard about that and The Exorcist, and believe it or not, I've also heard about Insidious. Like people say that there's curses involved with all of those movies, which I believe. Gregory also, Peck was on a plane that got struck by lightning. Like it's <laughs> oh, yeah, but his son died too. Like right yeah. after he started filming, it's crazy. Yeah. Hold on, let, let me let me just. Oh, I'll I'll dig up some information here, uh, but keep talking. Um, I'm mostly just looking for the trivia because it, it's really I that they that was featured in the DVD copy of it. There was like a, a slip of paper that explained like all of the crazy shit. Um, yeah, they Gregory Peck and the screenwriter took separate planes to the UK, and both of them were struck with lightning. Um, the producer was almost struck by lightning. Um, Rottweilers attacked their trainers. Um, a hotel that Richard Donner was staying at got bombed by the IRA, and he was also <laughs> struck by a car. Um, after Peck canceled another flight to Israel, the plane he would have chartered crashed, killing all on board. On day one of the shoot, several principal members of the crew survived a head-on car crash. The jinx appeared to persist well into post-production when the special effects artist was injured and his girlfriend beheaded in an accident on the set of A Bridge Too Far. It's like, what? Like, oh my God. exactly. That's when you know you've made an evil movie. And honestly, it is, I think it's the, it's my favorite as well. It's the best. <laughs> um, but fuck me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, I would say it's probably like one in one a with Poltergeist did in that case. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but I don't know why Poltergeist would, you know, offend people. No, uh, it didn't. It didn't offend us. No, I don't the, understand why why there would be curses attached to this. I mean, like if if because it was it. actually filmed, they they use real freaking skeletons. Oh right, I did. Oh. I did that. Yeah. yeah. So when so when Joe Beth Williams is in that you know that water with the those are real skeletons that's in that's there. fucked. Well, yeah, but like they try to blame everything on that fucking curse. But the little girl, she died like when she was twelve. You know that was years. Well, she after died, but she died when she was making the third movie. Yeah. You're making the third one. Yes, there's there's two sequels, and she died in production of the third one. Henceforth, why you don't see her a lot in it. I I didn't see the third one. Wait, yeah. no, I, no. It's, it's it's her, Tom Skerritt, and Nancy Allen. Um, Tom Skerritt. Yeah, Tom Skerritt. Because they they play her uh, aunt and uncle. She basically yeah. comes to live with them in an in an apartment building or a hotel. Why? What happened to the family? Well, I guess Craig T. Uh, Nelson and Joe Beth we said, "No, nah, we're good. We're we're not coming back for a third one." <laughs> so they're yeah. like. Oh. I mean, if I had to spend time with that Reverend Kane guy, I don't yeah. think I would. I didn't hate the second one. It really creeped me out. He is he is like a special effect. Except God he is isn't. Like, uh, but that's what his face looks like. I looked him up in real life. I know, oh, it's crazy. He's yeah. been married before. Like, Who could marry that and sleep with it at night? Yeah. He looks like a corpse. And then, I mean, it's Dominic. Dominic Dunn, she got killed by her boyfriend outside her house 
while her friends was inside and none of them knew what the hell was going on apparently that's crazy yeah yeah a lot of was she killed during the making of the movie because she's hardly in it uh, i think she was i think it was it was either doing the making or right after so yeah okay because she's not really in it i didn't know huh oh you go sorry i was just saying i didn't know if she was killed during the making of it that's why she's hardly in it I, I I don't know. Oh, maybe. Well, you yeah, you kind of right. She is hardly in it because you see her in the more, beginning and then again at the end, and then yeah, there, there's more emphasis on um, Carolyn and the brother, but mm-hmm. not so much her. So yeah. yeah, they don't mention her at all in the second one. It's like she wasn't well, even ever. Yeah, well, well she, yeah, I think they I think they did that out of respect for her in real life. So. Uh-huh. All right, so. Christian, what were you gonna say? I was just going to say, it's amazing that these movies still end up getting made after all of that. Like, oh. think, well, I was mostly like, one really tragic case that always comes to mind is the Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, yeah. Freaking Big Mario and those fucked. kids. Yeah. Have you heard about it. that, Chantel? Wait, I'm sorry, what? The On the set of the Twilight Zone movie, there was a helicopter stunt that went really horrible yeah yeah Yeah. which is which is weird because during the making of dirty mary crazy larry he actually told him that he said you know i had a premonition that i was gonna die in a a helicopter crash wow and apparently his apparently his last words was before they filmed that, that scene was i must be crazy to do this uh, no, it, no, I must be crazy. I should have got a stunt double. So. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and Jesus. Um, so do we all have one left each? I'm out. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and say the last one I had on there since you stole everything else. Uh, Science is the only one I have left, which a lot of people don't seem to like. Um, I know that he's done some shitty movies, but give the guy a break. That was a good fucking movie. It is good. Wait, so I, you you considering signs a horror movie? Uh, yeah. See, I wanted to put it on mine, but I wasn't. I, I say it's a horror movie because I remember watching that with you as a kid. In that scene, whenever he goes out to the cornfield at night, and his leg, the leg of the alien, sticks out, you almost you start crying, bro. That yeah. movie scares the shit out of me. I just don't know if it's horror. But it, it it's it, again it's one of those movies where the score. If it scares just... you, I think it could be considered horror. Oh, it's it's so good. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about Jaws. Well, oh yeah, I crossed Jaws off because we were already talking about. Well, yeah, but you asked me if Jaws can be considered horror. But is it really? I mean, well, but it scared me, uh, so it's it's horror, I guess, right? The first half is a is a adventure movie, and the second half, well, yeah, the second half is like a horror. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Spielberg I himself said it wasn't a horror movie. He called it an adventure. Well, that's Spielberg for you. I mean, you know, the rumor has always been that Spielberg is actually the one who directed Poltergeist, not yes. Toby Hooper. Uh-huh. Okay. I know that whenever I worked at the video store, both of those movies were in the horror section. But what about whenever you worked at Blockbuster? What, where were they? What, uh, well, Poltergeist, well, I don't think we ever had a copy of Poltergeist. No, uh, Jaws and Signs. Uh, Jaws, I believe, was in that. Action. Um, really? We kept it. Yeah, they put it in action for some reason. Um, but whenever we run it, like if you looked it up in the system, it would say action slash horror. 
but it was put in the action category. Okay. Uh, signs, I think. Science fiction. If it's I think, not a it, I think it. I think it was either. I think it was either in the sci. I think it was in sci-fi. Yeah, I think it was. See, in sci-fi. I, I was torn on whether or not to say Alien, but I don't. Is that? I mean, it's, I yes, it is. It it's is. both. Well, because reason reason why I say it is is because when you look at it, it has all of the makings of a slasher movie. It does. Yeah, so it does. Even even Predator is is a horror movie when you really boil yeah, it down. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets picked off, and Arno is the final girl. So mm-hmm. <laughs> people say that Jaws isn't scary, but I mean that changed my life. I can. We had a pool in the backyard. I wouldn't go in there after dark, even with the light, you know, on it. And I mean, even during the day, I didn't like going in the pool. I didn't like going to the toilet, you know. It was that fucking scary. <laughs> like come through the toilet, like the Omen, and like you know, pretty much uh, you know, Halloween. Sometimes the score is where it where it counts. It is a good score. That that score is one of the best, and it's again, it's so simple. But could you picture the movie without it? No. No. Ah, no. oh, damn good movie. I mean, Quint Quint's death alone is horror enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gross. Cause, what well, I would tell you guys the story about uh, the first time I actually saw that scene. No. All right. So, I mean, because I used to watch Jaws used to come on TV a lot. I used to watch it on TNT all the time, and on, on um on Fox. Like growing up, I used to watch it all the time. So, of course, you know, on TV when they used to show it, um, when it gets to that part when the shark jumps into the boat and everything, you know, Quint, you know, hand, he goes sliding down. It always goes, it goes to the part when he screams and then he's in the shark's mouth and he goes under. So, I, I, I was an adult the first time I actually saw, you know, his whole death scene and him, you know, in the shark's mouth and he has the machete in his hand and you know it's hacking and then he's spitting up the blood and I was like how the hell is this a PG movie? Yeah. <laughs> no sense. There's tits in it too. Like yeah. I don't You see a kid gets literally eaten by a shark. How is this PG? Rated PG. I <laughs> don't know. How is that PG? I do not get that. Yeah. And yeah. I almost got in, I almost got in trouble once at Blockbuster because I actually put it on too. You can't put it like, it's a PG movie. Hey, yeah, yeah I had some argument with a girl at work. She put that on whenever people were in there, and she's like, "It's rated PG." And yeah, it's like, PG. Yeah, but you know. Oh, because there was no PG thirteen. Blah blah blah. And that's that's exactly. Spielberg for you pushing the boundaries of rated PG with that and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Golly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That movie's fucking. It's like batshit crazy. It's rated uh, PG, but that was the one that that caused the PG thirteen rating, wasn't it? No, I thought it was the Last Crusade. No, Last Crusade was rated PG thirteen. Was that not the first one to be rated PG thirteen? No, I thought, I thought oh, that was. Was it Red Dawn? I thought Red Dawn was. I thought that I read it was uh, the Last Crusade. I could be wrong. Because oh, 84 is when we get our first PG-13 movie. I thought it was Red Dawn. It probably was Red Dawn. I thought Red Dawn, yeah. I'm about to look yeah, it up. because the Temple of Doom, you know, he pushed so many boundaries with it. They, I think that's what inspired the PG-13 rating is because yeah. there was nothing really in the middle. Like, you get PG fair or you get R, even though there are things that aren't worthy of an R rating. I don't know, or a PG rating. I don't know. Yeah, but 
Okay. Uh, Jay, what's your last movie? Uh, my last movie, and because uh, actually, I think I'm the only one who actually did it in a order. Um, <laughs> my last one is actually George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, 1968's Night of the Living Dead. And the reason why I went with that is because of its cultural significance. Um, because it, I would probably say this movie has probably influenced everything since that time, everything modern horror-wise. And, I mean, the modern-day zombie is attributed to that movie. Um, and just the fact that it's the first time that you have a black man played by Dwayne Jones as your lead character in a major movie. Is that right? I've never even yes. yes. He's the first he's the first black man in a horror film. Not excluding, you know, like your Sidney Portiers or whatever yeah. back at that time. But we talk I about in, in a horror film. He's the first black main character. And you know this when he first shows up, you know he's in charge from the moment you see him. You know, when he takes control and the whole thing, you know, about I'm boss up here. You can be boss down there. That whole back and forth. And the ending is more than anything, I think, sticks with people because it it leaves that question like, OK, was he killed by this posse because they thought he was a zombie or because he was a black man? And they and they shot him anyway. And it kind of leaves that even. And I think the biggest thing that comes from that movie, too, is. When they finish filming that movie, they're driving to New York, April 4th, 1968. And what do they hear on the radio? That Dr. Martin Luther King had been assassinated. And I, so with that in mind, and the movie comes out, and here you have this black man that's the star, and the way it ends, and like I say, the impact, the social commentary that's throughout the film. Is it has to be like one of the most, if not the most influential movie, you know, in the past fifty plus years, really. Okay, that is yeah. really cool. I didn't know. I, so I didn't know I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. I never either. Which one was that exact? What was? Did you say Dawn did it or Day did it? Night of Living. Night of Living. See, it's all the same to me. Like I had no fucking clue. No, no, because Night is that is the one in the farmhouse. It's shot in black and white. Dawn is in 1978. That's the one when they're in the mall. Day is 85 when they're in the underground bunker. Okay. No, I've never seen any of them. So and, then, and then after that, you get Land, um, Diary, and Survival, which we try not to talk about. Dead of the Living Dead is on Prime. Why have I not seen that? I haven't and then, and, and also, too, one last thing about it is the fact that the movie is actually public domain, unfortunately. So if you if the three of us wanted to make our own version of Night of the Living Dead, we can because it's public domain. And that's, that's why they okay. that's why they remade it uh, with Tom Savini as the director. Tony Todd plays the character of Ben and everything like that. So they could at least get some type of, you know, ownership on it. But still, the original Night of the Living Dead is public domain because they made a mistake with the whole copyright thing. So it's public domain. Interesting. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um, I don't like zombie movies because I don't like. I don't know. I tried to like Shaun of the Dead. I like it, but it, it's gross. I don't like the idea of people getting their brains, their brains bashed in, or, um, you know, their organs ripped out and eaten. It's just gross. 
but but that's a horror comedy though. So. Still don't like it. I mean, I like it, but I don't like. I only watch half of it, and then after that, I have to turn it off every time. So it's, it's oh, so I guess I guess you could never watch um, the Evil Dead. Yeah. So. Uh no, I like I like Evil Dead actually, which is funny. I like Evil. Dead. I like the second one better, but um, I won't my watch. Favorite too. Yeah, it's my favorite. I, I like Army of Darkness. I love that movie, but I, I won't watch the uh, remake of Evil Dead. Yeah, the, the remake. They, I mean, it's good, but they really go. Damn, I can't believe. Thank you for bringing that up. I can't believe I just left off all of those movies. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to scratch signs out and we'll pretend like I said Evil Dead, uh, you know, the trilogy, and uh, that will be that.